Hey Corby, it's Maddie. I missed you, but trick or treat! It is Halloween, finally. So I have a question about my costume. I either want to be a flapper, a zombie flapper, or a black and white makeup flapper. Basically, I have a flapper dress and I need to use it and that's all I got, but I still do need your opinion, so call me back. Bye! Hello, Maddie. It is the spookiest time of the year. That's my impression of a ghost who is also a horse. Oh, what do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Bye. Hi, Corby. What's up? Can you call Maddie for me? Because I really need help with carving all these fruits. Um, I know I'm supposed to call her a pumpkin, but I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like it. Like I want to get crazy with it, you know. And uh, I'm thinking about like a, mm, like a watermelon. What do you think? Call me back. Just like you know, like hi, love you, bye. Welcome to the Long Awkward Pause podcast, stories to bridge the gap between our lives and the distance between us. I am co-host Corby. I am co-host Maddie. And I'm your guest, Feather. So we have a very special guest today because it is the <laughs> Halloween episode. Oh, <laughs> it's spooky. So everyone make weird noises into the microphone and go. <laughs> oh, man. You said weird, not spooky. That's true, I did say weird. <laughs> Welcome back, Feather. Hi. <laughs> it has been a um, it's been a year mm. since we last had you on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the note here. It says a, it says ten twenty, so a year and eight days. Yeah. Wow. Since we recorded with you. Yeah, and all I've been doing is Halloween stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that was so that was so dramatic and quiet you're like i guess yeah. the only thing i've done that's what i was going for that was like a sexy secret <laughs> you you don't know what i t- until i tell you <laughs> she's halloween girl um, she's been re- researching the whole year just to be halloween girl for the for the podcast definitely definitely but we are honored and very happy to have you back um the halloween episode is I think, like, the, it was the 
the most fun, the most intricate episode that we did last year. Because I was just looking at the notes and I was like, wow, we did a lot of stuff with that episode. Um, so I think that was I think that was the episode we decided that we could go a little crazier and get and do more with episodes. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm happy I like started this whole thing. I know. Like, right? whole trend. She kept, kept our podcast alive. The true power of Halloween girl. Yes. Keeping podcasts alive. <laughs> I love that you said, like, this is the one that we can go crazy with. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's what most people say. <laughs> like, yeah, we fight feather over because we can get a little crazy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Seems about right. Okay, so it's been a bit since we've seen you and definitely since we've talked here. So let's mind the gap. Mind the gap. Feather, mm-hmm. mind the gap for all of our listeners and for Maddie and I. What, what's been going on in your life since we last spoke to you? In a whole year. In a whole year and in eight days. Year. And we're, we're and, and eight days, yes. <laughs> Set the timer for ten seconds. No, we're not going to do well, that. Well, day one. Um, oh, no. <laughs> day 15 was actually interesting. Um, this is like serial season four. <laughs> one year of Feather's life told week by week. <laughs> um, well, I... Uh, I don't know what's... Sorry, you got to center on the microphone. You don't have to be super close, but it's just got to be centered. Center. Okay, so one... uh, I think the only difference now... There's really no difference in my life. I'm still in school. I'm still doing an internship. Um, I went through a winter, I guess. <laughs> I went through another summer that was. Have you beautiful. done anything drastic with your personal style? Yeah, I got my hair dyed a year ago. So what? what <laughs> so it's like one of, month. It's sort of like it's ombre, right? Is that ombre or is that what's the other one? It's called? a balayage. It's balayage. Okay, it's okay. A balayage. <laughs> so we went from just monochromatic feather to balayage to feather. Balayage feather needs to dye it again because <laughs> now it looks like hobo feather. <laughs> Which I love hobo feather. Whenever feather can be a mess, I love it. I love messy. So we've we've gone through a couple phases. You went monotone feather, balayage feather, and now we're hobo feather. Mm -hmm. That's a good mind to get the gap, yes. (laughs) I'm also homeless, too. Not just because. (laughs) She's embracing the aesthetic. (laughs) Have you discovered any new favorite things over this past year? Oh, my God. Everything's my favorite. (laughs) Everything's my favorite. Um, I fell in love again with tiny houses. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like you said tiny houses, like, like it's something I should be like, oh yeah, tiny houses. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Corby, I was like, the, the you don't TV. know what tiny no, houses? No, what are? is that? <gasps> um, they're like the tiny houses are like the whole purpose of them is to have like a hundred square feet of your life literally there. So it's kind of like living in a room. Oh, so you live in the tiny house? Yeah, I and it's it a whole house. house. So, like, your kitchen's there and stuff like that. And a lot of them are on wheels. And they're, like, kind of, like, really cool RVs. But they're kind of, like, glamping, you know? Ooh. So, that's what I want to do. I decided that I want to do a tiny house and a um, be, like, an online counselor, maybe. Ooh. And so, like, would you take your tiny house from, like, state to state or, like... Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, so it's kind of like a combination of, like, running away but being a counselor. Like, I can do it. Like, it's <laughs> the possibilities. <laughs> I think the two big um, 
priorities there. Like, I want to be a counselor and also run away. <laughs> I want to be able to continue to run away. <laughs> That's a big part of this. And no one questioned. And no one did. You're right. <laughs> We're trying to be supportive. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. Maddie, mind the gap. Since we last talked. Since we last talked. Yes. So I think my biggest mind the gap is... I need to get better walking shoes. And this actually does make sense. It's not just me randomly saying my shopping list out loud on, on a podcast. But I've had a couple of times, like a couple of weeks ago and then also yesterday, where I've taken really long walks with people. Like yesterday was mm-hmm. a date that I took like a couple hours to walk around the sculpture garden. And my shoes were real cute, but I was in so much pain because we were walking for like two hours. So I need to find the balance between walking shoes that are super cute and that I can walk in for two hours and not feel like I want to die. Um... Mm, beauty's pain. Be- yeah, exactly. So I'm like, do I look cute for a date? Do I look like I'm out in pain? It's it's kind of, that's the thing. So that's my biggest mind the gap right now, if anyone has, has recommendations. Hmm. I don't have any recommendations, but I, I feel the same way. I've worn out my shoes. I only have two pairs of shoes that I use, and the one pair feels like I'm just walking on concrete. Oh, no. So I, need to, I need to just get some new shoes so i'm with you that's also my mind that's <laughs> why don't you get like those dr souls like be like really old <laughs> like, like, wait, i'm sorry what <laughs> you know those like booty shoes or i figure they're called shoes. but the, the shoes where they have like oh, a heel so they like the sketcher one i know what, what you're talking about wait wait those they were like those this total scam bumpers or boosters how or something like how that are those yeah. not totally they fake. look like uh like a like a rocking horse type thing. are they supposed to do something <laughs> into your butt is what's happening where's yes. booty coming in well yeah you walk in them and they they're like really good support but they also boost your butt up <laughs> feathers miming like lift lift <laughs> they lift <laughs> it makes you more peachy like, does it actually work souls. is the real question yes so are those the Everyone ultimate like plus. walking on a date shoes then to, to wear those. you used to have them yeah did it work I mean, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> Be honest with me. Fans, please look at our Instagram for a picture of Feather's butt. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> Did the sketches work? <laughs> We're a serious investigative podcast. We're not just going to say stuff on the air. <laughs> we do our research, okay? We've looked at Feather's butt. They work. <laughs> this is taking a weird turn. Okay, Corby, you mind the gap for us. Um... <laughs> I I would say like the biggest development is that I finally have someone to take my place here in Los Angeles, and Ooh. so um, I'm gearing up you mean for my last. Because that sounded um, very ominous. Work-wise and apartment-wise. So someone's gonna step into your life. Is it the same? Wait, is it the same person? No, that would be so cool, though. That would be crazy. (laughs) I feel like that would be kind of, like, a little too close of a relationship, or, you know, like, I feel like that would be crossing something. Um, But, no, yeah, we did hire someone to take my place so that I can leave this office, Um, and then, yeah, someone that's going to take my apartment. So I'm going to pay my last month of rent today here in Los Angeles, and then I'm out of here. Oh, that's exciting. You're moving to? San Diego. Yay! Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm so happy you're leaving I'm LA. excited too. Yeah, I was going to say, now, I'll, now I really want to come visit you because I'm scared of LA and San Diego <laughs> seems like you a better should. place to, to visit. LA is LA, yeah. um, LA is the grossest place I've ever seen <laughs> with both my eyes and my um, internal vision. <laughs> um, my <laughs> eyes and my third eye uh, all think that LA sucks. 
Mm-hmm. It's just very stressful here. I just I feel like I get stressful just, talking to you so while big. you're like um while you're driving. If I'm on the phone with you while you're driving, yeah. it makes me stressed out. From Minnesota, it makes me well, stressed out. I'm sorry. Calling <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I'm that felt like to. a call. It's not supposed to be calling you out. I'm just saying I understand. Um yeah, no, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm I'm very ready to go. I'm ready to go to San Diego, which feels just slightly, you know, less overwhelming. So ready to get back to the small town vibe of a big city. I love San Diego too. Love old town. It's so pretty. It's It's so pretty everywhere. Yeah, I might be going to um, a festival in Old Town soon. So, Ooh, what kind of festival? Dia de los Muertos. Oh, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Okay. Day of the Dead. I think was this maybe this was earlier this year, but the movie Coco, or Coco. Mama Coco. Um, so that's all about the end of those windows, right? The day of the dead. So, what, what is, was that face? Have you seen the movie Coco? I get to talk about Coco. A okay, bit. yes, tell me about it because I have also something to say about it. Go ahead. I'm laughing because Cody's laughing. What is happening? <laughs> It was just Feather's face when you said Coco. <laughs> yeah, I saw Coco with Corby and um, your two friends that came up for Thanksgiving. Our dear, our dear listener Liz. Yes. Who wrote in Elizabeth? Sorry. Dear dear friends. Who wrote in? Not Maddie's sister. Yeah. <laughs> Love ya. Um, yeah, um, Coco. But that's a Day of the Dead. It's film. so good. Um, yeah, my older sister, who's in a convent, was writing to me asking for Halloween movie recommendations and they have to mm-hmm. be like G or PG because it's a bunch of nuns and so I was like what? you should totally watch Coco so they might watch Coco and she was going to do some sort of Day of the Dead Halloween costume that or like Halloween Town or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like watch like, like you know watch watch some horror slasher movie they're not into that down there but I was like no Halloween Town's a Disney wait what movie. is Halloween Town <laughs> It's a Disney movie. I don't know what it's about. It's probably a slasher movie. I haven't seen it so long. Just because it says Disney doesn't mean it can't be a slasher movie. Slasher. (laughs) A Disney slasher. (laughs) I love it. I obviously don't know my Halloween movies. But anyway, yeah. It's Snow White with blood everywhere. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Oh, gosh. That's a cool movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, I would watch it. (laughs) I would watch that. Okay. So let's move on. So we've minded the gap. Let's move on to... um, to our our topic, which is pet ownership. Oh, I mean, yes. Go yes. ahead. <laughs> um, it is pet ownership as well as Halloween. Halloween. It is the best time of the year. Or, or I guess, what do you? What's your thoughts on the Halloween season? It's the best time of the year. Yes. Yeah, I think we okay. can safely okay. say. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, does it really truly trump? Like, sorry, I didn't mean to mention his name. Uh, you gotta bleep that uh, out. Does, <laughs> does Rob it, City style. Just, just do a bleep. Please do. But go like, oh, uh, or something. Or like the, like the dolphin sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, there's It's just, it's just Cardi B's. What B's. a beautiful it's dolphin Cardi song that you do. Thank you. I'm a, a dolphin for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, does it? Kids come to their trick or treat and I go, Is it better <laughs> than like Christmas? I think so, definitely. I think that's, like, always the question for everyone where they're, like, they're either a Halloween person or they're a Christmas person. Mm-hmm. It's never really, like, the imp- like one or the other. I'm a Halloween July person. July the 4th. Yeah. 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 See, I think I'm a Halloween person because there's so much less pressure. Christmas is, like, you're with family, and there's this whole thing about, like, 
all those the songs that are like it's the most wonderful time of the year so there's like pressure to make it the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> halloween is like no pressure they're just like go wear some cool clothes eat a hang out with your neighbors no pressure oh question speaking of pet ownership do you have a costume for niall <gasps> um no did you get baby girl I a think- costume I've neglected it. She can just wear her little school costume. <laughs> Make her wear the pride shirt that she yeah. hates. <laughs> Is Niall homophobic? What's going on? <laughs> she's, it's a Halloween costume because oh. she's pretending to be an ally. <laughs> an ally for her. We used to pretend that she would like talk shit to me all the time. <laughs> talk to Niall. <laughs> <laughs> She's crazy. Yeah, McCaffrey is is getting dressed up as as Batman this year. Cute. Oh. <laughs> he's going to be the Can world's most nervous Batman, though. He's a very nervous dog. <laughs> Don't you think Can Batman you is already nervous? Maybe he is. McCaffrey is really embodying the humanity of Batman, who is a caped Avenger but also nervous. So. Yeah, he has like a little perfectionist going on. Yeah. Comes stems from anxiety. Yeah, right. This is my counseling voice. No, 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 on. for sure. Let's counsel Batman. <laughs> so, like, look, you don't, we are inside you don't need to, to sit on the, the, the highest gargoyle in the city. You can do the second highest gargoyle if it's safer and, like, you can look over the city. <laughs> no, Maddie, you don't understand. <laughs> that, ew, that was a disgusting battle. Please bleep that. He's going to bleep all of this. Rachel! <laughs> <laughs> so, what are your Halloween plans? I think, hold on. Too nervous. We have a crying boy over here. My Halloween plans are to hand out candy on Halloween with my roommate and Caffrey the dog. We're gonna be flappers. Do you think your neighborhood's gonna be a hot spot? I think it might be. There's a it's a lot of residential stuff, but we might just literally sit out with lawn chairs and hand out candy because our our entrance is kind of around the side of the house. Yeah. Uh, that sounds so fun. What are you? Do, are you dressing up? I am. I'm going to dress up as, like, a flapper for, like, the 20s because I have a flapper dress from, like, uh, the surprise party we threw for my sister. Um, so we have flapper dresses. Caffrey is Batman. It doesn't really go together, but <laughs> we were going to try and give him, like, a little gangster outfit, but we couldn't find one, so. Is, your, is, is Nicole dressing up? Yeah, she has a flapper dress as well. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I've always wanted yeah, those, to be a those flapper. Yeah, come be a what flapper about with you, us. Um, I don't have plans. I was thinking about finding a house to hand out candy to the kids, but I was thinking about if I was going to, uh, go hand out candy, I was just going to bring king size candy and be (sighs) kind of like the coolest person on the block. Yeah. Be a little like jerk too. And only give the king size candy (laughs) to the most coolest costumes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. What are you going to dress up as? Are you going to dress up? Hello. Hello. Um, I don't have a costume, which is weird. Um, I usually do. I want to stick with my, like, um, shout out to last episode, my sexy but scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I want to kind of do the, um, this year I was thinking about, like, beauty is pain, actually. Ooh. And what I wanted to do was do, like, hologram, but, like, have it, like, sear my face. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, like, the hologram highlight. Yeah, holographic highlight? Yeah, 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 that yeah. One. I was like, Holog- and have it like sear my face. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Sexy. But if we do that, if you do that, you must like, give us a picture so we can post it yeah. online and like yeah. show everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Your face. 
<laughs> You're nuts. You, um, Corby, what are your Halloween plans? Um, so right now we're just we're looking. I have a couple um, people that I now call my friends. Um, we're looking at possibly doing haunted or the horror nights at the what is it called? Shoot. Universal Studios Horror Night. Horror <gasps> Horror Nights. Oh. Horror Horror Night. Ooh, exciting. Um Maddie, what is the worst costume that someone could have? Just anyone? Well, let's say a, anyone, let's say a, uh, or or like a child. What's if someone, the worst if thing you saw like a child could have? Yes, if you saw a kid dressed up. Ooh. And like what would make you go that kid shouldn't be dressed up? Oh, well I mean well, anything that's like racist obviously would be a big red flag, I think. Define racism. Define racism. It's a child. <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> no, what would be a really crabby Halloween costume? Um I don't know. I feel like definitely you see some occasionally that just look like some poor parent was like, I totally forgot to get this done. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And like very quickly tried to, you know, solve a problem like, oh, this kid is wearing a purple shirt and like has two balloons like stuck on them. Like, oh, they're grapes, kind of. But um, <laughs> so I always feel sorry for the kids where you're like, oh, geez, someone forgot that Halloween was coming super, super early. But otherwise, I'm like, you know, you do you kids. Just do whatever you want. I, I think last episode two i said like ninjas i hated ninjas ninjas. (laughs) but like this year i see so many like food ones like people are like cheeseburgers dressed up as food as like hot dogs and i'm like that's so stupid like (laughs) i love food costumes how dare you (laughs) i hate it now well because now it's so like overdone oh it's not cool anymore to be a food item oh one thing i'm definitely sorry what Good, good. I was gonna say, I definitely am realizing um, the older that I'm getting, the less I get a lot of young kids' costumes. Like everyone has Fortnite costumes these days. I don't know anything about Fortnite. The only thing is, I've seen them like at Target, so I'm like, okay, I see this Fortnite logo on there, but I have no clue what any of that is about. So I'm becoming one of those people who's like, what is that? I don't get it, honey. Come look at these things and see if you get it. Yeah, I think um, just to kind of follow this like wave of trends, I think any kid that's dressed up as like Post Malone or that XXX Tenacious yeah. guy. Oh, that or, would be weird. Or the six nine, whatever the heck his name oh. is. Like, so putting like tattoos on your face. And, yeah, little kids like, that's kind of weird. Your, yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Do you know please. that uh, Kanye new Kanye West song? Um, nope. Where he goes. You're being a hoe, but I love it. And he's like dressed as a box. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that everywhere, and I'm like, that is so unoriginal. Like dressing, but like a Kanye in a box type of thing. Quit being a Kanye in a box. (laughs) Yeah. Be a Kanye in. in, You're being a Kanye in a box. You're being such a Kanye in a box. Um, look up the video after. Yeah, it's like he's not in a box. He's like. The shirt has like a box in it or something. I don't know how to describe oh, it. Okay. Well, because I would say like that would be a good costume is to like put yourself inside a box and be Kanye West <laughs> and just be kind of like, oh, oh like I'm stuck in a box or I'm like oh, in my right. own world. Maybe that's what he's doing. Like maybe play that on. is. Maybe this is hidden meanings. One thing I've always wanted to do is, like, have one of those costumes where it looks like your head is, like, on a plate or something like that. Like, you put, yes. like, a table around your, your shoulders. Your head got, like, cut off. Yes. I and you really have to make have, like, the extra shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do that, too. Yes. It seems like so much work. But... Have you seen the makeup ones where they do, like, the floating head? Yeah. Those are so cool. Those are cool. I feel like that would be hard as a, a costume because you kind of have to be on, like, a black background to make it work. Yeah. But totally. 
Have you seen the video, the prank videos, where, like, the person, it looks like their head's up here, and then they sneeze or something, and their head, like, falls down yeah. there. Like, falls down their shirt. And, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh! <laughs> so you want to be, how? like, see, I feel like as an adult, that kind of stuff is so much fun, especially if you're, like, okay, when someone comes to my door for trick-or-treating, I want this to happen. But as a little kid, I remember the different houses that were on our block that were, like, really scary, where they had, like, mm-hmm. sound effects and stuff. Like, it was genuinely terrifying. <laughs> I don't know, at least for me, I was like, I don't really, I mean, I want candy really badly, but I don't want to walk past this, like, chainsaw dude or something like that. Oh, no. Um, nope. Yeah, I think and so the adults are like, eh, are... just go. But, what? Well, I was going to say, like, chainsaws are, they're no-go. <laughs> yep, yep. Not doing I was it. always very scared of those houses, but... Oh, they're fake. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say that. Okay, so you, you say that, but right, exactly. But I remember my old block person. when I was like, must have been six or seven. There was this one house with this older lady who was obviously trying to like get into the spirit of Halloween, and so she had this little like jar full of like plastic fingers, and she'd be like, "Anyone want a finger or something like that?" But my yeah. friends were so scared, and like, so a group of them went up, and they came back. They're like, "She has a jar of fingers," and I was like, "I'm not gonna go up there then." And so I had to like get a bunch of friends with me. <laughs> warning each other about the jar of fingers it was probably just some lady who was like this will be funny we were freaking terrified it was so stupid yep don't go just gonna get your fingers hey people Hey, listeners of Long Awkward Pause, if you want to send us updates, questions, topic ideas, or gifts, and I'm talking about both kind, then feel free to send us an email to longawkwardpausepodcast at gmail.com. I know that was super long, but you can do it, or you can visit our Facebook and Instagram, Long Awkward Pause. See you then. What is the worst Halloween candy? Oh, yes, Feather, tell me. I have a list. Ow. You have a list? <laughs> <laughs> the worst Halloween candy? Dots freak me out because they get stuck in my teeth, <gasps> and I'm scared I'm going to get, like... Yeah. Okay, not to totally um, confirm all of your fears, but my mom has lost two <laughs> crowns from her back molars oh my God, because of dots. Um, I think things that are, like, too sticky mm-hmm. that, like... Like milk duds? Yeah, like, they do. They make my jaw clench. It freaks mm-hmm. me out. Um Candy corn is awful. I will fight anyone. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> candy corn is kind of it's like it's like wax. It's like sugary wax. It's disgusting. It's made out of disgust. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ingredients: sugar, corn syrup, disgust. Oh, she was right. <laughs> um, what else is a girl? I just feel like I have a lot of them, and I just can't think of them right now. This is like the feather list of grievances against gross <laughs> Halloween candy. What's your least favorite Halloween candy, Corby? Uh, I think um, not. There's not. Are they called sweet tarts? Like the chalky. Oh yeah, yeah, chalky. (laughs) As soon as you said chalky, like yeah, that's sweet tarts. (laughs) That chalky sweet tarts. I think they're the worst. Candy corn's the worst. The worst. I just. I think that for Halloween you should stick to chocolates. Oh, a hundred percent. There's one. Maybe sprinkle in Skittles or something. Skittles or like Starburst or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's one called Bitter Honey that I only oh. ever see around Halloween, and I freaking hate it. It's just, like, this gross, oh. kind of, like, it's not even caramely, but it's just, like, kind of sticky and weird and tastes, like, honey-ish, but then also just tastes really artificial. It is so gross. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what is that one candy? It's not Mike and Ike's, but it looks like Mike and Ike's. Is the, it good and plenty? Red hot. The oh, licorice ones? Disgusting. Those are weird. It's like it's like licorice M&Ms, basically. It's so strange. Ooh. They're like purple and white, <laughs> and they're like, they make me do that. <laughs> so if we were to put together a Halloween basket for our worst enemy, it would have good and plenty, <laughs> bit of honey, candy corn, <laughs> uh, dots, and milk dots. <laughs> and we'd be like, screw you. Happy Halloween. Happy <laughs> Halloween, everyone. Uh, so let's, let's do Halloween out of context. What are some of the things that only can be, that can only happen during the Halloween season that if it happened anytime else during the year, that it would be completely weird? Well, my downstairs neighbors right now, because we share a lawn, have put a Mm -hmm. bunch of fake tombstones on their lawn that's like (laughs) rest in pieces and like all of these different things, but it's like a (laughs) bunch of legit tombstones in our front lawn. And it's oh. totally funny to be like, oh, hey, yeah, it's October, it's Halloween, you know, there's leaves on the ground <laughs> and stuff like that. Any other time of the year, if you just walked up to someone's house and there was, like, a bunch of gravestones in their front yard, that will be the freakiest shit of all time. <laughs> uh, so that's a big one for me. The freakiest shit of all time. <laughs> this is part a million of Maddie Cusses and it makes Corby laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to carving... Like, the idea that we buy vegetables that normally we would carve in our kitchen to eat, we then put it outside for people to look at. <laughs> like, look at my cucumber I cut up. Look at my like, food that I own. <laughs> my, my mind goes back to, like, kind of, like, social things where, um, back to the Halloween idea that I had where I want, like, a seared face where it's like mm-hmm. if I ever painted my face that I was a burn victim people would be like brother um like, but no it's it's like kind doesn't of it look realistic yeah. and then they'd be like yeah it's realistic but why are you doing it <laughs> like that's kind of borderline offensive and you're like but it's Halloween and I'm I always try to think about that too Whenever I do, like, a costume. Right. <laughs> to not be... Or- oh, yeah, but, like, to, to give yourself makeup to make yourself look injured mm-hmm. is only okay around Halloween. Otherwise, people are like, you're weird. You're weird. Or, like, mm, that's not cool. <laughs> you know that's a real-life thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> My mom! <laughs> um, can I... Okay, so I'm going to plug something really quick. Um... So, I don't know how to say the first word, but it's uh, siempre. It's a Spanish word. Um, siempre. Siempre bruja. Bruja. Yeah. Bruja. Um, there's a new show called That, What I Just Said. And it's uh, it's featuring an Afro-Colombian uh, actress as a 17th century Ooh. witch who gets burned at the stake. Oh, wow. And then she time travels to modern-day Chicago. That sounds and amazing. So it, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll I saw the trailer and it was, um, like I, I remember because I was like just scrolling through Tumblr and then I saw like this trailer and I was like, oh, like let me check this out. And I was like squealing, like watching the trailer. I was like, this looks so good. Like and so did. I'll send you yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like was just like dancing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks it looks super cool. And I was just like, yes, the rotation of like. Yeah. Has it come out No, yet? it comes out next year. Okay, so, so siempre. And it's bruja. Netflix. It's on Netflix, so it should be pretty. <gasps> oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. And it, it's, I think it might be all in Spanish, but even then, oh, I'm like, yes. this is going to be mm-hmm. so amazing. Well, that. no, they have a white actress on there, so maybe. 
maybe it's not Spanish. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like I, I need to be more open-minded about shows and movies in other languages, because mm-hmm. one of the best shows I saw in the last couple of years is called 3%, but it's set in Brazil, and it's all in Portuguese, which is not something I would usually yeah. watch, but it was amazing. A really, really good series. Very dystopian. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, you got to be open-minded. You find some awesome stuff that way. So everyone go watch Siempre yes. Bruja when it comes yes. out. Um, Oopsies. Ooh, so this is a weird <laughs> time where Halloween and Christmas things kind of collide. In When I lived in Rome with my family when I was younger, around Christmas we kept seeing this little statue of a witch, mm-hmm. like on a broom with her little witch hat, like very Halloween type mm-hmm. witch. And we were like, what on earth? Like this is, it's like, at, it's like mm-hmm. December, right? It's like around Christmas and people were selling it alongside other like Christmas decorations. But what that is is uh, this it's a Christmas witch that they have in Italy called La Befana. Um, <laughs> and the story was and she gives presents to kids. What? She's like they're basically like this weird version of Santa. But the the story is that the three wise men stopped in at her house on the way to see Jesus being born and we're like we're gonna go see Jesus like do you want to bring presents with us and she was like no get into my house I don't like you guys and so they leave she has a change of heart but she doesn't know where the Christ child is so she gets on her broom with her little witch hat and just delivers presents to all the children to hopefully find Jesus I love that whole story (laughs) it's so cute where she was like get out of my house men and then yeah she's like (laughs) drives them out with a broom and then she's like oh wait and then she was like oh was I being a little too harsh right there no I need to make myself feel better (laughs) so yeah so the presents that you get on Christmas are from La Befana that's That's very cute cute. the Christmas witch (laughs) yeah it's my favorite I don't know why that came to mind but yeah so words worlds collide (laughs) Okay, so in honor of last year's episode, we're going to do the same thing that we did, which is present our own very spooky story. Um, So we all prepare, this time with Feather preparing (laughs) her own as well. Um, We're going to share our stories, um, share our excitement or our our, uh, fear, um, and we'll go from there. Who's going first It's spooky story time. Who's going first? Feather, Feather is looking at first? me with her phone in her hand, like, ready to go. Do you want to go first? You want to go first, Feather? Yeah, I okay. do. Okay. Our beautiful I guest. Go first. I want right. to go first. <laughs> Let's hear it. Scare us. My story is about La Llorena. Oh. The Weeping Woman. <gasps> non Isn't there, story. like, a song about that in Coco? Yes, that's... Uh, Maddie. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a song about it. Anyway, go ahead. Hi, baby. Little one. Do you see Feather? Nice She's staring right at you. Hi, baby. I, I know. Miss Look. You. Oh, no. I'm going to talk about La Lagrena. Hi. Okay. Niall is on the track. Hi. Um, so, the weeping woman in English language. Um, I'm going to tell you about like the little legend behind it for individuals that don't know what it is, and then I will tell you a scary story. So the legend is very popular in Mexico, and I heard it, or like Mexican-American families, I heard it all the time growing up. Um, But the legend goes, there's this young woman named Maria, and she is this beautiful, beautiful young woman, and she was known for her beauty, so people across the world would come ask her to marry her. And she would turn them down until one day she met a charming, charming man and yeah, she, that's, a, that's a problem right there. 
And she was so <laughs> <Red> ruined. <laughs> Deal breaker. <laughs> she was <laughs> she was swooned and um, married him. And but he was a nobleman, and her there was like kind of wrath between that because she came from like a she was like a lower I guess lower class. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, which whatever. 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 Um, <laughs> but after a while, they had a family. Maria gave uh, birth to twins, a boy and a girl. Um, her husband, being the nobleman, um, had business to do. I don't believe it. <laughs> Maria wasn't about it either. Absent career father who just leaves <laughs> the office, quote unquote. <laughs> yep. And Maria was like, okay, what are you doing, homie? And exact words. And... Mm-hmm. As the legend goes, <laughs> what are you doing, homie? Says Maria. <laughs> and um, so he was coming home further and further apart, and whenever he was at home, um, he would only pay attention to the children. And Maria, um, she was also known for her like jealousy, mm-hmm. would get jealous of it. And one day when she was walking down the street, she saw her husband <gasps> with another beautiful young lady. No! And... So Maria was so angry and confused, picked up her two children and threw them into the river <gasps> and drowned them. Whoa. Okay. Her husband came, was trying to run after her. And this is kind of like, there's mixed views about this one, but how I heard it as a kid is that her husband came to her, disfigured her face, <gasps> and oh then gosh. killed her. Oh my gosh. Okay. And when she was in Heaven's Gate, so when she went to heaven, God appeared. So it's kind of like this weird religious thing. Mm-hmm. God appeared, and she was crying, t- saying, like, look what my husband did to me, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And God was like, okay, where's your kids? Oh, no. And she's like, oh, I don't know. <gasps> no. So she's and lying so to God. She's literally lying. That to- seems like maybe not the person you want to lie to. <laughs> literally lying to God. He's like, um, so- okay, uh, that all checks out. Thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't know, you know. <laughs> so God was like, okay, go find them. And he Ooh. cast her back down. Oh, wow. Disfigured. And how the legend goes is that now she is, her name is the Weeping Woman. She wails for her kids by rivers. Yeah. Um, and wearing all white, all disfigured. Oh, like spooky. the scariest thing in the whole wide world. Kirby and I are both literally sitting here with our mouths open, like, what? <laughs> and they tell this to kids. Oh, jeez. So that we would go to bed. So the reason why they would tell kids this is because you would have to be come home before dark. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, the <coughs> Yorona would get you. Yeah. Oh. And then also she can come in your house if you weren't asleep. No, that's So she's not, not like a wreck. No. Yeah. That's not good for us. <laughs> I hate that. And that's what I said, too, where I was like, Mom, no, that's not fair. And she was like, no, mm, mm. if you're not asleep. How would that help you get to sleep, though? You'll like, get to sleep or you'll be eaten by this evil woman. <laughs> You'd no. be drowned by this woman. Yeah, okay. So how does that help you go to sleep, though? It makes you want to go to sleep. <laughs> it fears you to go to sleep. <laughs> you fall asleep out of sheer terror. <laughs> so... <laughs> Pretty much, and so when wait, this is the setup though, right? That's For the, the setup. Oh, no, that's the setup. Um, <laughs> so she usually cries. I mean, mostly, uh, I mis hijos, um, which means my children, or some variation of that, um, as well. 
So that's the setup. The story that I had is from Reddit, and it kind of scared me. I haven't seen La Llorena because I was not in the mood, and I usually <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> I was not in the mood. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, La Llorena. I am not in the mood well, right now. Take your weeping somewhere else. <laughs> she, like, stories of her, uh, usually, like, she's terrifying. And, like, um, she usually hangs out around rivers, crying, looking for her children. She also is attracted towards men, too. So she attacks children and men. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Because they think it's, she thinks it's her husband. Well, Corby, it was nice knowing you, Ooh. but... Uh, I'm not <laughs> going near any rivers now. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in L.A., so yes, that's accurate. <laughs> so um, the post that I found was this young woman talking about... Um, the story and then she talks about her own story so this is how it goes she says now let me tell you um, my story I was a troubled kid making friends was always difficult um, if I was bad and wandering off I'd always find an excuse to wake up a- after my bedtime um, in short I was a child that all the stories were geared towards yeah oh, like she was a kid who would be wandering around yeah wandering around at dark by rivers mm-hmm. after bedtime you're supposed to be home um, one night she got into trouble and her mom sent her home to bed with um, no kisses or anything. And she was like, whatever. So being defiant, she stayed up and was playing with her toys in her room when it was bedtime. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> she said, um, I knew it was late. It was laid out and it was far past be- far beyond past my bedtime. I couldn't be sure of the exact time, but I could hear my father snoring loudly, and it was enough for me to know that it was late. In fact, it was probably because of the snoring I couldn't hear her cries until it was too late for me to run into my bed and pretend (gasps) that I'm sleeping. Oh, no. It started low, a noise that I'm sure that I must be imagining because all of the stories my grandmother told me. Then it got louder and closer to my room, Mm. and I knew it was real. So I climbed in my bed, and I heard scratching on my door. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. And the voice was so sad and desperate, I began to cry. So another part of the story is, too, that her, the whales sound inhuman. Oh, jeez. And they get louder and louder. Mm -hmm. Usually that's, like, a pattern that they sound like, like that. Oh, gosh. Scary, right? Um... In her wailing tone, she cried out, Mis hijos, mi hijo está aquí, which translates to, like, my children, my children, are you here? Um, <laughs> at this point, I was shaking my eyes, locked into the bedroom door, and she cried out again. This time, por favor, hello, mama es mucho lo, which means, like, I'm sorry, mama <gasps> sorry. Oh, no. no. For dumping her kids in the river and, like, oh, gosh. Well, yeah, because God told her, like, you can't come to heaven until you find your kids. Oh, and she's a very vain woman. Um, I was crying and screaming for my parents at the door s- when the door slowly opened. <gasps> no. And she let out another mournful cry. Lo siento, mis bebes. Mama, lo siento. No, lo siento. I'm sorry, my babies, I'm sorry. And she pushed my door, and there she was. Her pure white dress, her long black hair hanging over her face, pale hands covering her (gasps) eyes. 
She slowly looked up and her brown eyes were bloodshot. Her spirit has been crying for so long that now there's tears of blood. Oh my gosh. I let out an ear-piercing scream and she said, um... Ustedes ha sido malo, which means you've been really bad. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the moment when she came running to me, and her arms reaching out, and I shoved my tiny body into a corner, screaming at the top of my lungs. And my father, a true six-four bear of a man, came barreling into my room, screaming at her. Hija de hell. Uh, I'm just going to read the English version because my Spanish is bad. Um, Leave her the fuck alone, bitch. You will not steal another person that I love. Whoa, wait, wait. Her dad was saying this? Her dad said that. You will not steal another person that I love? Mm. Oh, no. La Lorena turned at him in fury, and her eyes with decaying finger pointed at him. She screamed, you will die for stealing my children. (gasps) My father collapsed, clutching his already bad heart as he convulsed on my bed what? to the floor. Lauderania slowly vanished while c- cackling and sobbing. By the time I woke, by the time I r- pretty much like stopped dissociating, um, the ambulance had arrived and my dad had already passed. Oh my gosh, it but was, your dad died? Her dad died. It was always, um, it was always be- because of his bad heart. Um, it wasn't until years when I finished my junior year in high school that I found out my dad, um, what he meant by stealing someone else that I loved. My dad's mother was on her deathbed and she was telling me the story of her life, uh, of his life, including the hidden fact that my dad had a brother that died at the age of six. And he swears by this day, or he swore to his grave that La Dorinda stole his brother. Oh my gosh. Um, no one ever believed him. Um, but that is the truth of my dad's preparedness when the wailing woman came into my bedroom that day. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well. (laughs) Thoughts, Corby? Thanks for coming out. Um, We can all head home. No one will be sleeping tonight. So but yeah, that she's was... not like a classic boogeyman where like yeah. you can do like hexes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. She's just like, oh, she's you're up. She's get you. And yeah. like, she can come in your house. She like, can come no. in your house. Not even vampires can do that. No. <laughs> oh my god. No, There's she, no rules no. for her. Oh my god. Oh, man. Okay. I'm gonna fix my... If you hear weeping here, mm-hmm. it is actually Caffrey at this point. It's not a right now. It's not a no, Caffrey. Oh, right. Well, that was scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. <very> <laughs> Have you ever heard slash seen... Um, no, I, I haven't, um, personally, um, I heard always other people's accounts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, my hometown, there's a river going through it, and all my friends who were Mexican-American always said that she was there, and, oh, like, spooky. they could hear her screams, <laughs> and then I had family that lived, um, in... I think in Santa Fe for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and they swear to God that there was a friend that got kidnapped by her. Oh my God! It was like family members. Yeah. And they were like, "Yep, that ladder right now stole him." Oh my God! And I That's was like, "Terrifying." What? Like you just have a missing friend? They're like, "Yeah." And then oh that was gosh. it. Oh gosh. Okay. Well. I think. What if she becomes a detective and just tries <laughs> to find her kids without murdering everyone else? <laughs> 
Mm. Oh, shout out. She get, um, there's a movie coming out <gasps> April of 2019. Ooh. The theme song and the music for our podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Special thanks to Liam Coulter, who produced the theme song and music for our podcast. Is there a song in Coco, though, where they mm-hmm. talk, sing about her? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I remember, like, that's, like, the most beautiful song in that thing, other than Remember it's Me, when obviously. They're, like, dancing. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's super beautiful. <gasps> yeah, now I want to rewatch so I can actually get what that song was about. Yeah, the grandma yeah. is um, on stage and what the bad guy is, like, mm-hmm, dancing mm-hmm. with her. Yeah, a very beautiful song. Oof. All right, well, Oof. good story. <laughs> um, that's suitably terrifying. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna send you guys this picture. Okay, so mine's kind of long. I apologize, but I got really into it. Oh um, yeah, yay! So I know I had like five stories that I wanted to tell, <laughs> and then I was like, just pick one. Just, just one <laughs> scary story. All right, Corby, lay it on us. Okay. So my story is called The 200 Demons House. Promising um, start, yep. So yep. I got most of my stuff from Wikipedia. Shout out to Wick. Um, and then I also <laughs> went to this website called CS or CSI. Yep. Uh, and the author of that particular article was Joe Nickel. So thanks, Joe. So real quick, I just want to say my roommate just got back and waved at me and I had like my heart just like jumped out of my chest <laughs> when I looked up and saw her in the door. Because <laughs> like we were talking about really scary who that stuff. Was or no, no, no. I, I knew it was. I just didn't know she was back, so uh, I had like a mini heart attack. Sorry, go ahead. Is that you? There at all? No. Like okay. we're sexy like, oh, recording. I'm just in a heightened state of being afraid of things now since that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. Okay. Keep telling your stories. Um, go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting to bed after this one. Okay, so uh, this is about the alleged hunting and demonic possession of Latoya Amons and her family in Gary, Indiana. Uh, so when I was trying to decide this, I wanted to do another hometown one. Gary is not my hometown, but um, it is in Indiana, so I'll, I'll let it count. Um, I wanted to do a ghost story because I think ghost stories are the best. And then uh, I wanted to find one related to a movie. And so when I actually... <laughs> Feather and I was talking about this, and she thought that I was going to do... Uh, what is it called? The Strangers. The Strangers. Uh, which is one of my favorite like horror films, uh, and it was based on true events, but not quite because I wanted to do it like a, a ghosty one. So, um, so I've I've probably have mentioned Gary, Indiana before, and I don't know what you guys know about Gary, Indiana, but I'll give you a little I, bit. People say to avoid it. That's all I know about yeah, Gary. That's that's pretty much Indiana right. in general. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Most of avoid that is from the you entire as well, state of Indiana. <laughs> But there is, like, this particular part that people don't go for various reasons. So I'll give you a little bit of background on this city. Um, So (laughs) We're mostly scared of Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the spot. Like, yeah, just this whole story is about Gary. Um, So it was a pretty um, booming city, uh, 1920s and 1960s, during the steel industry rush, essentially. So they had a lot of steel factories. They were doing really well. but then after the 60s, with overseas competition and restructuring of the steel industry, they had a huge decline. And the population, which once was 180,000, then dropped to 80,000, like, almost the next year. Uh, so the, faces, uh, the city faces the difficulties of many rust belt cities, including unemployment, decaying infrastructure, 
low literacy and educational attainment levels. And just to kind of give you like a clue in, so when we think of like Indiana, like I'm mid-state, we always think of the south of Indiana being, you know, less literate, essentially. And the upper is like where Michigan is, where... Less literate. Less literate. <laughs> Nobody's reading out there. No, just, um, it's not happening. So like when we think of northern Indiana, we just think of like Michigan and like all of these places where we... You know, it's like, oh, like, go north. It's nicer up there. Then you don't really go south. Um, Sorry to the south people. I went to school there. (laughs) Uh, So it's estimated that nearly one third of all houses in the city right now are unoccupied or abandoned. One third. That's crazy. Why? Because of because is it because the population went down so far? Yeah, so they so so they built all of these houses to house all the population, and then they dropped by fifty five percent, and so now there's like. Yeah, just abandoned houses everywhere. But this is shaking her head. Like, oh, nope, no, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> abandoned places get me so scared. Oh, 100%. Well, we're going to do a drive through of Gary, Indiana. Oh, in your yeah, tiny home. Okay, yeah, yeah. In your tiny home, it's going to be all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, there's obviously, obviously a history of political corruption, uh, racial segregation, labor unrest, and violence. Uh, in the city and it just really didn't help over time so growing up i knew gary as a place you drive quickly through on your way to chicago um and then we were always told like don't stop in gary because of uh one it's like can be one of like the murder capitals of united states um it rivals yeah (laughs) it rivals a bunch of other cities um for homicide and then um and then it's like it's just super or not, I don't know if, how much it is now, but we always knew it as, like, being very racist. And so they were like, don't stop at a gas station, don't stop for food. Like, it's oh, just... Oh, wow. Like, oh, like, so really don't stop. Yeah. Like, drive through quickly. That's, that's also why I don't stop at small towns, either. Yeah, small oh, towns. In general, because, like, I'm terrified Ooh. of, like, just being a small brown woman. Just Yeah. It just, wow. it didn't, it doesn't help with Gary, because Gary's a small town, but on top of that, it had such a big population at one point that the violence and all of this stuff still resides. So it just doesn't, like, there is violence in small towns, obviously, but it's it's weird that those two are now, because it's so close to Chicago, too, so then you have more yeah. violence and more criminal activity coming from Chicago, going through Indiana. So it's just kind of like a weird setup because you wouldn't think that this small town, small city would have that much, but it does. It's also the home uh, to the Jackson 5. Do, do, do. Oh really? Yeah, that's where Michael Jackson Stop, is had really? his farm. That took a hard I don't know turn. if he had a farm. <laughs> you were like murder capital of the world, abandoned issues, racism. Also, the Jackson Sugar Five. <laughs> <laughs> I end every paragraph with uh, Jackson Five lyrics, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. You could say getting murdered to Gary is as Come easy as me. one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be there. Oh, you need ABC. to be on that rebuilding, Maddie. <laughs> Let's rebuild the image of Gary in the end. <laughs> That's a billboard. They're board of tourism. <laughs> Getting murdered here is as easy as ABC. <laughs> um, okay. So now we move on to the Amen's home on Carolina Street, the year of 2011. Uh, so the spooky. Oh, this is like recent. <laughs> <laughs> the spooky is say- your possible. <laughs> well, this is like your murder story the other day, where it's like the more recent that it is, the more scary yes, it is. It's just it's like it, it could happen. Um, I was seventeen. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like 2011. I was. Did you say 2011? 19. I was nineteen. I was no, I turned twenty, I think. Yeah. 
spooky. That was a really, really important decide. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, so Latoya Amons moved in with her mother Rosa and three children. They were seven, nine, and twelve at the time. Uh, Latoya Amons is a religious believer who has a high superstition quotient. So you can tell I copy and paste that. Uh, she believes in invisible entities and consults clairvoyants. One of whom told her the house was manifested by demons. Okay, so wait. Just to go back, she has a high, what was it, supernatural Supernatural, or a high superstition quotient. Superstition quotient. Like, how do you measure that? I don't know. You're like BuzzFeed (laughs) questionnaire. Here's my my IQ, here's my emotional, here's my EQ, right? Here's my iron level, my thyroid, and my superstition. So I guess it's like most likely to believe ghost story goes to her. How would you rate your own superstition quotient? Ooh. We turned it into a real high. thing. You're fairly high. You said I'm fairly high. high. Really? I'd probably be Latoya high. <laughs> Latoya. <laughs> On a scale from one to Latoya. <laughs> the next level being just like, you are a ghost. Um, <laughs> so you're Latoya high. Okay. Maddie, what would be yours? Where, where am I? Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm Latoya high in terms of my superstition quotient. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably like a Wayne Gretzky level of superstition because mm-hmm. he had the thing where he had to have like his jersey in a certain way for games so that he would win and stuff. So oh, I have yeah. some, I'm, I'm a little stitious. I'm not superstitious, yeah. but I'm a little stitious. I love that. I'm just a little, <laughs> little stitious. A little stitious. <laughs> How about you? Where are you on the superstition quo- quotient? Uh, probably on the same uh, wavelength. I, I, I have not experienced anything that I would think would be a ghost or anything. Um, I'm open to it because I think it's kind of interesting. But, yeah, I'm more of, like, I believe in karma. And I believe mm-hmm. in, you know, like, your energy is going to put this something out into the world kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't believe. I'm not super. I So I was just arguing with a friend about this <laughs> the other day. I believe in, like, ghosts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I don't believe in, like, demons, though. Oh. I don't believe in like evil, like so spirits. Just like positive spirits, not like. No, not necessarily ones? that. Like, I don't believe like a ghost can flip a table. Oh. I don't think they have that much power. Oh, okay. So no poltergeists. Yeah, I don't believe yeah. in poltergeists because I think I just I, I was an asshole teen at one point and would record and just have strings and like rolling a ball from like. A yeah. blind spot of the camera, like <laughs> so you, I don't so believe in it. So you made other people. people believe that. There were <laughs> well, I, I feel like I can like figure it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe in magicians or anything like that because oh, I feel like I can sure. figure it yeah. out. Oh, I feel like gotcha. I could, I could see where that is. Yeah, but like no, I believe in ghosts and stuff. But I, I think they're mostly what what do the um um, um the ghost hunters call them the residual ghosts. Oh. I don't believe in so, like. So they just, like, exist in another plane, or... Yeah, they're kind of just, like, reliving their moments <gasps> over and over again. Okay. Like, they're kind of stuck. I hope I don't have oh, to. I don't believe in, like, the ones that can, like, talk to you. Right, who are like, I'm floating around, like, someone with a sheet over my head. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Oh. Maddie, where are you on that? In terms of ghosts, I don't know. Because I, like, obviously, as someone who is very like spiritual i believe in like the soul mm-hmm. um but i don't know if i believe in ghosts necessarily i guess i haven't had like personal experiences with ghosts i think i've had i think i believe more in experiences of like um someone being able to like not contact you but mm-hmm. at least like having a connection with people after they're dead um but not in the way it's like someone haunting a, a space gotcha it's a really vague answer but that's what i got I'm just kind of curious, where are you in terms of Catholicism and, like, demonic possession or, like, demons mm-hmm. in general? Yeah, it's 
Catholicism is really interesting because there's this really big, not well, there's kind of a big emphasis on like demons or like the devil basically yeah. and like the devil's influence in the world type of thing. So like I think technically there might still be a Vatican exorcist that like exists. Mm-hmm. Like there's a person whose job is to be an exorcist. Um, and I definitely do believe in like demons and stuff like that. I don't know if is <laughs> like shaking your head. Um, it does kind of scare me. I don't think I've like ever encountered mm-hmm. that or know anyone who's had like firsthand experience with that sort of thing. But I believe it's it's mm-hmm. possible. Like I said, I am open to it. Not open for any. Yeah. Nope. Get away from me. <laughs> but smudge the house. Smudge the house. Smudge the house. <laughs> Not now. Um, but yeah, I like because I there's a reason why ghost movies or like um, the exorcism movies like they scare the heck out of me, and it's I think it's partly mm-hmm. because I'm like I'm open that this could be a real thing, but yeah. you know I've never experienced well, the, it. Yeah, yeah, you know the, the what's the really really classic movie, The, the exorcism. exorcism of what's her name? Emily Rose. Yep, yep, yep. A bunch of my Catholic friends are like super freaked mm-hmm. out by that one because they're like, yeah, that exorcism is something that the Catholic Church still still does, and yeah. I think that's partially why I don't believe in demons because I'm like, that's way too scary. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like unbelievably scary so, like, that something denial. can actually like go inside yeah, you no, it's, and it's take over you. Scary, yeah. That's like. No. No. What is, what is that one scary, scary one? It's another possession one where the mom the is conjuring. possessed and she goes, connect, connect the guts, connect the guts, connect Was it the conjuring? Oh, no, I don't know what that one is. The is conjuring? It? No. No, I don't think it's one. the conjuring. It's like based in Italy. Oh. Listeners, if you can figure it out, <laughs> the, mom goes, the mom goes, connect the guts, connect the guts. Uh. Like, uh. And she has like little, like, she like, cuts herself nope. and oh, like little yeah, like nope. upside down crosses no cried way. i was literally crying <laughs> the girl's like i am not listening <laughs> okay well that's suitably terrifying <laughs> okay um, so back to my okay. very safe your story. Sorry, sorry, very yeah, sorry. not haunted story here um so she so she consulted with a, a clairvoyant when she moved in and the clairvoyant came and was like your house is full of demons girl and so she's like well, it must be. Quote. So, so at the suggestion of one of two clairvoyants, so she had two people come in uh, who claimed. Well, she got a second. Yeah, she got a second. So she's she a very smart gal. She had a second opinion. She's a high super, superstition <laughs> quotient, but she's also not right. an idiot. So you know, gonna get a second opinion. Well, we'll see. Um, you can never believe the first clairvoyant who tells you your house is infested with demons. Like, what is this amateur hour? <laughs> She's like, I'm not born yesterday. I'm going to call the elder <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. This one this detail. So anyway, good. go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, Amons, who was frightened by these clairvoyants saying demons are everywhere, um, she created an altar in the basement uh, where the terrifying events oh. were believed to have started. So for two seconds, I thought you meant like she created another person. Oh, I was oh like, like an altar of like herself. A, yeah. Oh jeez. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If she can create an altar of herself, why? Why does she need right. like, their voice <laughs> in the first place? Just build enough of you to fight like, all these she... demons, and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, an army of demons. Meet the army of me. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds kind of motivational, um, right? It's the army of me. <laughs> so, 
so basically she went down to the basement where the clairvoyants were like we think this is where it's starting like where the energy is and so she made a little table with an altar and then there were apparently other places in the house she also made altars um so after a month that's very proactive i will say no she's trying to get ahead yeah uh so after a month of settling in in december 2011 they had their first weird occurrence so they said in their porch that, um, like, a horde of flies were bombarding the porch. And so they said that they got rid of them, and then the flies came back. Like, more flies come. So in their Ooh. porch, there were just a bunch of flies. Which is kind of, like, can you believe it kind of thing? Because that was, like, in The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. That was in, you know, all the movies. Like, there's flies on the window. I can't handle the flies. <laughs> That's so gross. Isn't, isn't that a certain demon? Are you going to talk uh, about I, I don't know. I have no idea. I heard that the there's like a certain demon that <laughs> he just actually brings flies. Okay, so it's I don't. Plague. I have not looked far it's enough like into that to scare myself. I'm gonna look it up. That is a plague. Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> 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 you picked a no, 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 I no. got scared. Okay, so <laughs> they're like the f- demon's name is Feather. Like what? <laughs> it's right <laughs> next to you. The demon's name is right behind you. No. So soon after came the noises. So Amon's interpreted it as footsteps on the basement basement stairs, walking up and down, uh, the creaking of and the creaking of the basement door. Rose, that the mother alleged to have witnessed a shadow figure of a man pacing in the living room, which is giving me chills because I don't like that. Uh, and then they yeah. also the next morning apparently found like a wet and muddy boot print of a man. Um, Ooh. And then so there there were no men in the house because the only they had two sons, but they were uh, younger. And then Rosa also claims to have been choked by an unknown force. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so on to the children. Latoya said if the children were not asleep by 11 in the evening, so kind of going back to your story, Feather, uh, <laughs> the spirits would come out and keep them up all night, throwing things, moving things around the home. So that was something that they thought they experienced, where they were like, apparently you have yeah. to be in bed at this time. If not, all this stuff happened. So we'll see. Um, see go to me- bed, children. Yeah, First of all, right now. I think that the main takeaway from this episode is everyone needs to go to bed on time when the adults tell you to. Listen to your parents. But also, you know, <laughs> that's a very opportunistic ghost, though, to be like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, our house is possessed, but kids is going to sleep on time. <laughs> Fine, I won't grow anything. You're all in bed. That makes me think of, like, bed. Santa Claus, too. Oh. I know when you're sleeping. I feel like I Santa Claus awake. is more of a scary demonic presence than we give him credit for. <laughs> Yeah, I, do, I totally agree. Wasn't like Krampus on? and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, Next time, what does Santa Claus oof. and La Girona have in common? Oh, <laughs> they can come into your be, house. I'm gonna start that'll crying. be our Christmas <laughs> episode. Got me so scared. La Bifana, the, the Christmas, Christmas witch episode. will protect you. <laughs> oh, okay, now I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Eamon's 12-year-old daughter has was claimed to have levitated above her bed, <gasps> unconscious, staring asleep over with oh. a friend. So they said that they then prayed until the girl returned to bed. And then another report said that she levitated and then was thrown off to the side oh, of the ouch. bed. But the daughter apparently has no memory of this happening. Um, the older son was allegedly thrown across the room by an oh unknown God. force. The younger son allegedly had his eyes roll into the back <gasps> of his head and was growling, saying, it's time to die and I need and I will kill oh you. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Tio. So, <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> If, like, I saw this happening to someone in my house? Like, that's your child. Oh, my god! And said, like, it's time to die. And, like, I'd be like, I am getting I rid would, of you. <laughs> I would give them, like, a very firm, um, 
like slap on their forehead with an open <laughs> fist, you know, just kind of like, <laughs> and I would just knock them down, like, and, knock then, the and out. then I would drive away. I would get <laughs> so knocked the spirit the out. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you shoot the jackpot? Like no. <laughs> I would get a spray bottle filled with holy water and be like, no, psst, psst, psst. <laughs> like right on the No demons. <laughs> okay. Hey, Maddie, quick cue. Yes. So if I didn't have holy water, is there a way to bless normal water? Well, like, you it's have kind to of find a, serious a, question. a priest to bless <laughs> the water. Oh, a priest yeah. But yeah, you okay. can just be like, here's a bucket of water. Could you please bless this? And if a priest will, then you're golden. So oh, okay. we need a priest. We enough. need a priest. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of priests around. Okay. Somewhere. Someone get a priest. I saw a priest today. I went to mass. I was accidentally in church for two hours today because I got there at the wrong time. Anyway, this is a different story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's her That's spooky my spooky story. story. Okay, so so the family reached out to their physician. So this was so about four months of activity. Um, his name is Joffrey, and I can't say his last name. Um, so April t- 2012. So this is just about four or five months after they moved in. When he visited the house during the supposed haunting, he noted their behavior was delusional. So this is talking about the family. Someone from his office contacted police. After the police arrived, the children were taken to the hospital. The older boy was described as acting rationally until the younger boy screamed, and the younger boy screamed and thrashed. Latoya told medical personnel that her home had various demons and evil spirits due to someone dying in the oh, home. Geez. And that she had taken the children to various temples and churches to remove the demons. <clears throat> That's why I can't believe well, in it, because like, it sounds like borderline abusive. Yeah, or like shared delusion mm-hmm. kind of territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The folie adieu or whatever it's called, like where you have a shared delusion with somebody else. Yeah. Have we learned yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully Where I'm like, my um, child, yeah, my no, children are all possessed, and it's like, mm. right, yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's Did you try a therapist? Right? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did, yep. Yeah. Um, I I'm on I'm on team like the mom is kind of provoking a lot yeah. of this. Um, so one psychologist said of Amons that she did not appear to be experiencing symptoms of psychosis. So talking about the mom, uh, during their stay in the hospital, one of the sons had an episode of possession. He was growling, saying phrase. Oh, I said saying phrases like, and then I didn't write oh. what the phrase was. <laughs> but I think he was he was just he was threatening the mom in the hospital, mm. and then in what is probably the reason the case got so much attention, allegedly walked up the wall backwards. Oh, so while he was in the hospital. So, while he was in the hospital. So my first reaction is, now. That, yeah, that no, happen. how? A psychologist, a case manager, and a nurse were in the room <gasps> all at the same time. So when when they were doing the original investigation, they were permitted they weren't permitted to talk about the event. So they did it kind of like HIPAA, like you can't sorry, you can't talk right, about what right. happened in the room kind of thing. So um so yeah, so in a video by the police, so the video when there was police officers who went to the house yeah. and they talked to the grandmother Rosa and they talked to the case manager who was in the room and on camera she essentially admitted to seeing the child walk up the wall so whoa oh the case manager admitted mm-hmm. so the the person oh, who was with uh, child protective services because they got child protective services called on them essentially to investigate yeah. and so she was the one that was in the room and so she admits to saying like yeah he walked up the wall <gasps> Flipped around and then landed and then got then sat down and then five minutes later didn't know what 
happened. Oh, that's so, so scary. So spooky. Um, oh, no. So. How old is that um, I, I, So two articles, Wikipedia in the article I was reading said it was the older boy, and another one said it was the younger boy. Oh, okay. So it was either the seven-year-old or the nine-year-old. Oh, so they're um, still children. Yeah, so oh, I think it might have been really the seven-year-old because um, I think it was the younger boy that was uh, acting violent. So, yeah, it was pretty um, pretty Wow, weird. that's very so, so finally, three exorcisms were done on the family, uh, one of which was done on LaToya herself. The family moved to Indianapolis, and no further incidents have occurred with them. Wow, um, okay. The house was bought again by a couple um, a few years later, and then they then the house was purchased from them for $35,000 by Zach Baggins, the oh. executive producer and host of the travel channel show Ghost Adventures. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I know him. So, <laughs> He's like the cutest douche in the whole wide world. Oh, my gosh. He's like um, such a bro. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, he's very like bro. robotic, bro. Oh, that's funny. He's like, bro, what's going on, bro? Like, he's just very <laughs> like. <laughs> like you, if you want to grab me, you can grab me. <laughs> and he's like Hulk out that the for world no needed reason. A broy, uh, <laughs> ghost hunter. It's, uh, it's like guilty pleasure yeah, watching yeah. him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> So he then made a, a docu called Demon House, which is based on all of this. So yeah. I, have you seen it? Yeah. So I watched the movie. I'm actually going to I'm going to put it on a drive and share it with you. Yeah. Because it's actually like quite terrifying. And normally, like I don't like docu's really. I I just think they're like I've seen a couple good ones, but they're not right. really my thing. And then watching this, I was like, oh, like it's just going to be them. Oh, we heard a sound and blah, blah, blah. Right, right. The further you go in, the further it's like, holy fucking. Like, I can't explain <laughs> what's happening. And I hope it's real because I hope they're not, like, lying or whatever. But yeah. it's also very, like, I was kind of terrified. So I'll share it with you both um, after it. this episode. I want to watch it. Send it to me. <laughs> Feather, you definitely need to watch it for sure. Uh, so I'll this watch is, it you just, during the day with all the lights on, cuddling a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here are just some of the things I got from the movie um, that I thought were good additions that I didn't get while researching. So Zach, a week before he bought the house, he had to stream about this goat-headed demon like ginormous man goat demon thing um and then when he so then he heard he saw the news about this house and he was like i want to buy this house blah 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 um when once he bought it a medium who he has worked with before contacted him and said i hey i have this like goat head imagery (gasps) or like this like demon energy going on in this house please don't you know like be careful kind of thing i have a question what is up with goats and demons right do you know no i don't know what the connection is personally i just think it's because they look kind of scary like if you ever see goat eyes they have like those weird like (gasps) square pupils so i don't know i i my assumption is that someone saw that and thought "Hmm, that's probably demonic (laughs) but i don't know if there's another connection have you noticed that though it's always like goats oh yeah oh 100 percent. okay yeah i think it's like it's something i don't know if it's bible related but there's something somewhere where it's like yeah, the goat is this representation because i'm trying to think like mm-hmm. there's a passage in the bible where they're talking about like separate the sheep from the goats and like the sheep are the good people and the goats are like the bad people so maybe goats are just like yeah that what? Used biblically just like yeah. a reference to demonic 
I don't know. Yeah. What's dem- I, oh, that'd be interesting to know. We'll do the research. We'll do the re- um, we will not do the research. This is again not a fact. <laughs> we'll do the podcast. research. We'll release our report next week. Um, <laughs> next year on Halloween. <laughs> so this this really doubly spooked me out because when I was younger, I think I saw a movie where they had their main demon was like this goat head thing. And I remember I was so spooked out that there would be times where I would look up my stairs or down my stairs in my apartment. Yes. And I just had like a flash like memory of like, oh, what no. if the goat man's coming up the stairs? And I like, I've like cried because of that oh, when I was younger. I remember that. So no. when I read it or when he said it on the movie, I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't no, do that. that's not good. Um, so uh, another thing was that the basement stairs underneath, so the whole basement's paved except for the area underneath the stairs. Um, okay. And so in the movie, they, they were looking at it, and they say that they think it looks like someone set up maybe a ritual altar underneath <gasps> the stairs. Like where there's, like, dirt or something? or like Yeah, there's, like, oh, dirt, no. and there's... Like, so like, like Harry Potter gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they think, they think someone set up an altar, and then later in the movie, they kind of go into, like, maybe someone cursed this family oh, or set oh, up geez. some sort of, like, curse in the house. Uh, and they thought that it, maybe it was like an ex-boyfriend and they tried to talk to him and he said, I don't want anything to do with it. And he like closed the door and all this stuff. And it was like, wow. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Um, so another oh, thing another thing is they found black mold in the attic, which uh, if you know anything about mold or uh, carbon monoxide, they also found in the air like slight levels of that that can cause you to think certain ways and be disorganized. Oh, and so you might have like neurological issues coming yeah. from black mold. Oh, spooky. Yeah. Isn't that kind of um, part of what they thought was going on in Salem as well? Like a certain like bread mold, or something oh, was like something was going that. on. Yeah, everyone was like a little bit high, so like that's part of why all the hysteria <laughs> started. Yeah, <laughs> and not they, in the fun way. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy that like measured it, he said that there wasn't any black mold in the air, but that there was some in the actual attic. So they're like, yeah. well, potentially there could be, you know, something. Right. But another thing that they thought was that this family could be doing it for money because at the same time that Zach is doing his docu, there's someone else after them to do a film about them, and so they think, like, maybe this was just some big hoax. Yeah. Um, So this is when it gets really interesting, and I was just like, it's like towards the end of the movie, but so a former resident that lived at the house in the 90s stops by, and they even show a picture of her outside, like, on the stairs, and I thought it was super cute. So she stops by with her three children to just look around the house, um... And she talks about the basement, how the brother had a room set, her brother had a room set up in the basement, um, and he ended up getting shot and killed somewhere, and so she never goes, she never went back to the basement after that happened, because she felt like it was, like, this thing that her brother was lingering there, or something like that. Um, And they also say that five people, so they did the research, five people have died in the house at some point. Oh, wow. And like one lot. of them was a little boy <gasps> who died in the basement, the same room as the brother. Oh, or no. same room where the brother lived or whatever. And so they were like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Um, and then it also kind of leads to, like, the little kid was the one that was getting possessed. So maybe, you know, the little yeah, boy was connection. connecting to him. Um, so anyways, the daughter, this is where it gets... I'm just really creeped out by this. <laughs> but, I feel like you've said this is where it gets creepy know, like five different times, and it just so keeps getting creepier. It like, gets okay. worse. It gets worse. Uh, so the daughter who was there with the woman who lived in the 90s, so she, uh, they're recording all the kids, and the kids are asking questions. There's, like, this moment where they kept showing in the movie where she kind of just looks a little out of it, 
and she's like, is the demon still here or is it like gone or whatever? And he's like, yeah, we, we think it's gone or, or, you know, whatever. And so she just kind of looks, I think she's just, I don't know, just looking out into the abyss. Anyways, fast forward, uh, two days later, she attempts suicide. <gasps> it's like, so she apparently like in a fit of rage where they were like, she's never done that ever. She threatened to kill her mother. She took a bunch of pills and then used a pen to stab her wrists. Whoa. Yeah. So this was, like, <laughs> it was just like, what? Like, it could just be, you know, a weird coincidence of timing where, you know, she was at this place and whatever, but very, but, very odd. Okay, so this is also my counselor voice coming mm-hmm. out again. Like, what if there's, like, traumatic stuff going on in that yeah. house and what something like triggered trigger? her yep, that's exactly and what she was going thinking. through was dissociation. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when she... out of it and saying... Yeah. yeah. And, like, being like, oh, is the demon still here? And, like, when you're a kid, you, like, blame... Like, it's not blaming on... You try to rationalize it. You make sense right. of it in a way that makes sense to you. Yeah. Which could be a demon. Which could be a demon, especially if your mom is saying, it's a demon. Yeah. Um, yeah. When it could be, like, no, this person's actually hurting you. Yeah. Right. And then, like, something pops up or anything like that. And like triggers you It happens all the place. time. Oh, like, yeah. people don't use demon. They use what? They, um... I don't know jobs or they right right different parts of their lives oh that's that's really sad ooh, yeah. but oh i'm sorry honey please call them suicide outline yeah. if you ever have those feelings oof. so please thank you oof, thank you oof, oof. Mm-hmm. so other people involved with the production or that have been in the house or whatever these are just weird coincidence i believe they're just coincidence but like um the second case manager so they had a case manager and then she left and was like i'm not coming back to the house so that was the one that was inside the hospital and so they appointed a new case manager, and so there's a picture of her inside the house. Um, after leaving, at one point, she breaks uh, three of her ribs. She breaks her hand. Um, there's, like, all this, like, weird stuff that happens with her following her work with that house. And then wow. there's another guy who leaves the house, and the, a tree almost falls on his car on the way, Ooh. like, driving away. He developed cancer later. And then the guy that came in in the in the movie he comes in and does readings in the house and he starts getting like sick in the house (gasps) um the next day he goes to the hospital and apparently a bunch of his organs were failing and so it was just like just like with no explanation right because they were like oh he seems like a like he seemed he thought he was like a healthy person he went to the house and he started having like this like weird like dissociation or whatever and then he went to the hospital and was like yeah your liver's failing your kidneys like doing this and like all this stuff so it was kind of like this weird like what the heck's going on um this was also another weird weird coincidence but i thought it was like the spooky spook spook so um (laughs) my story is gonna be just a walk in the park after this (laughs) that's good we could end it on a lighter note so uh debbie and i can't i don't remember his name so there, uh, on Ghost Adventures, there were these um, mediums that would come and also do, like, go through the house and stuff. They were uh, a married couple. So I know that the wife's name was Debbie. I can't remember the guy's name. So they they contact ghosts, like, through electronics or whatever. That's their thing. Um, so after she found out that Zach was in the house. Because, you know, they're, that's like, they're I'm not here to yuck no one's That's their thing. Our thing is electronic ghost media. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they contact the ghost. You don't need a second opinion when you go without. Sorry, go ahead. They contact the ghost. <laughs> Too clear boy. Um, so they contact the ghost through like this um, electronic phone type thing. Uh, they apparently get it to talk back to them, and it says it 
it says something like something's wrong or something like that. <gasps> like it's quote something wrong. Ooh. Um, so this is totally coincidence. I believe it's totally coincidence. But a few months after they got involved with this case and, and they helped Zach out with kind of communicating with the ghost, um, Debbie, her roommate, and the husband are all dead. So <gasps> basically, <laughs> so the uh, wait what? According to according to Zach or according to the police or whatever, uh, the husband did a double murder suicide on Debbie, which was his wife, her roommate, Whoa. and himself. So this Whoa. was a few months after they contacted the ghost or whatever, so it was totally a coincidence. But he said when he said it in the movie, I had to like pause the movie because I just could, didn't believe that that was like an actual thing that happened. Like I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. And so he's like apparently really oh good God. friends with them and things like that. And he's like, oh yeah, I like felt like I lost a family member. But I just thought it was like the weirdest... That's super weird. Coincidence, and I don't add that to the movie. Stay, so stay away from the house. Stay away from the house. If you didn't already have a reason to stay away from oh Gary, Indiana, God. that's a pretty good yes. reason. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so just in conclusion, in conclusion, I think the mother um, was kind of, was very involved in her religion and very involved with... Yeah. Like, Something sketchy was going on with her, yeah. for sure. And it kind of sure. went into the kids, and I think I think some of the kids just picked up. And I, I, I think partly it was maybe a joke to them, but also, like, you know, just went further and became this whole yeah. thing, and they didn't want to let it go kind of thing, so. Wow, that's scary. <sighs> okay, well. But please watch the movie. Face. I didn't give away the ending right. just yet. <laughs> okay. um, go watch the movie. I don't know if I want to watch the movie. I want to watch it. Uh, no, I'm good. Oh, right, I'm take a pause. pause. Hi, everyone, and fans of the Long Awkward Pause podcast. This is your co-host Maddie here to tell you about another podcast that I host called the Sincerely Not Okay podcast. This one is all about mental health and mental illness. We talk to therapists in the field. We talk to folks who are dealing with their own mental illnesses and all things related to mental health. Uh, so go check it out on iTunes and Podbean, Sincerely Not Okay Podcast. And this one is sponsored by Acacia Counseling and Wellness. Oh, are you recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Okay, I think one thing I wanted to react to the stories too was mm-hmm. like, yeah. that I don't know why, so there's like 200 demons there, right? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was thinking, like, that's, like, 200 reasons not to go. (laughs) But also, like, at the same time, like, oh, there was a mom that, like, might have abused her kids with demons. And you're like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then there's, like, that Million Reasons by Lady Gaga song that popped in my head. That was like, you're giving me a million reasons to let go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just weirdo. All of it coming together. No, no, no need to apologize. <laughs> okay, so are you ready for my scary story? Let's do it. It's probably not going to be quite luck. as scary. I feel like this is, you know what? We need something a little bit less terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so this was from Reddit, and um, it has some updates, which is really interesting. But it actually started out not as someone telling a scary story, but as somebody posting on a forum asking for legal advice. Okay. Um, So, and it's a pretty well-known Reddit story. If you are a Reddit user, you will know what this is. So here's the original post, posted on asking for legal advice around this issue. 
On the 15th of April, I found a yellow post-it note in a handwriting that wasn't mine on my desk, reminding me of some errands I had to do, but told literally nobody else about. While odd, I chalked it up to something I did in my sleep, thinking maybe in my half-awake state I scrawled it so it wouldn't appear in my handwriting. I threw it out and thought little of it. On the 19th, I found another post-it note on the back of my desk chair, in the same handwriting as before, telling me to make sure I, quote, saved my documents. I was freaked out, but there were no other signs of a break-in, so I set up a webcam in my house aimed at my desk and used a security cam app for it to record after detecting movement. On the 28th, I woke up to find another post-it note, this one saying, Our landlord isn't letting me talk to you, but it's important we do. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I immediately checked the web... Our landlord. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I immediately checked the webcam's folder on my computer and found nothing from the night before, but my computer's recycling bin had been emptied, which I'm certain I did not do recently, indicating someone had noticed the webcam and deleted the files. They were just saved straight to a folder in my desktop called webcam. Today, on the 1st of May, I found another post-it note, this time on the outside of my door with nothing written on it. And there also appeared to be post-its in many other doors in my apartment complex, all blank, in varying colors. I want to cry because, like, like, that's really stalkerish and, like, something so simple Mm -hmm. as post-it notes. I've also heard of another stalker, um, like, story where a person used apple juice and they would just put apple juice wherever they were. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, it's something really mundane and really straightforward, but it's freaking terrifying. And that's so... so sad to yep. me because it's just like how triggering like you at work or yeah, something like could, that like, oh my god yeah, yeah. i want to cry i'm but so sorry baby this girl. this gets this gets better um so the question was like <sighs> do i have any legal recourse here i have no proof except for the post-its but those are written by my pen and my post-it notes so conceivably i could have faked them would contacting the police get me in trouble i don't want to waste anyone's time should i consult my landlord so this person is very um he says that it's possible that my landlord is leaving notes inside my apartment i don't know what to do um fuck being polite and do not be polite call the police all the there time, was please. a little there's a little update to that post that was i pulled up a letter i received from my landlord back when i moved in and the handwriting is identical <gasps> could this count as evidence yes yep 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it does it does it does yes 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 absolutely yes it does okay so I think for me, the most interesting part of this story is what people responded. This one person in particular responded to this post, read this whole post, and instead of having the sort of reaction that we're all having, which is like, you have a crazy stalker, they had a really, really interesting angle. They went, it's likely that you are writing the notes yourself, but you're forgetting. DID? No. Different. Uh, did you use post-it notes as a reminder in any parts of your life or your job? Yes, this might be mental health. You might be experiencing some sort of dissociative disorder. Or it might be a physical problem. You mentioned that you have a very unusual narrow bedroom with no windows. Is there a chance you're not getting enough ventilation when you sleep? Or that there's carbon monoxide leak in the building? Buy a cheap CO detector. Um, So they literally just read this story, saw this random throwaway line about maybe you have this like narrow bedroom without many windows, and said, I think I maybe know what's going on. I think this is carbon monoxide. Um, so the, uh, the reply from this, or the original person who posted that question said, uh, 
I have had really bad headaches and I actually already have a CO detector. I guess I should probably take it out of the box. And the last update from that, well not the last update, but the the update finally from the original poster was, thanks to everyone who sent suggestions and gave advice on how to proceed, especially those who recommended a CO detector. Because when I plugged one in the bedroom, it read 100 like parts per million, oh. which is crazy high. <laughs> so this person accidentally had CO poisoning and he thought the landlord was stalking him. He was literally writing himself notes and like emptying out his own webcam footage but wasn't realizing it because of the way his uh, apartment was set up. He just wasn't getting enough ventilation and was literally just having carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, yeah, and I think the cool... So it's a, it's a good ending because he was writing and saying, like, yeah, I went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all checked out. I feel way better. I'm, like, really being careful now. But the thing that's the, the coolest part of that story, and in some ways, like, the freakiest part of that story, is that someone read it and said, hold on, what shape is your bedroom? I think this is going on. I just love it's that somebody so thought good. that up. I, oh, I love that intersectional fields are going at play. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've actually read that one before, and that's why I wasn't yeah. saying anything. But, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. It's a, a, it's a very famous Reddit story, but I love it's it. It's so good. But I think also the detail about the webcam thing. So he also had said that he actually didn't ever set up a webcam to record. He thought that he did. Oh, yeah. And the and yeah. he basically just created a folder on his uh, desktop that said webcam, and that was the most yeah. work that he did. So he thought that someone was deleting <laughs> oh, the files, but in reality, oh, so there he was just, never he just totally didn't even yeah there was nothing up. ever recording. Oh, <laughs> so and so he thought oh, that he was like, detail. oh, I'm getting ahead of it. Someone's deleting my files. It's like you never were creating any files. Yeah, <laughs> it's <was just> like, <laughs> so messed up. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I thought that was super cool. But like, can you like just literally posting for legal advice and then figuring out that that's the issue with your life? It's fantastic. I think what gets me though is like the handwriting was different though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was going on with that? I think he figured he was just writing it, but in a state of being like almost. I think it's dissociative ish when you have okay. like carbon monoxide poisoning because you're not really aware of what's going on, and he was just like scrawling it in this way. Okay. My guess was that he was like. It's one of those, like, power of suggestion things where, like, it's identical to my landlord's mm-hmm. handwriting. Okay. I guess it was the sort of thing where I was like, okay, this is not your handwriting. You're really, really scared mm-hmm. right now. Maybe you're still breathing in a lot of carbon monoxide and you're, like, you know, um, well, Maddie, I, making I think there's Because they also update that, too. So I'm going to say congrats because you figured it out because that's also what happened was that when he re-looked, he realized it looked nothing like his landlord's hand- handwriting. Yeah, And so yeah, he yeah, totally yeah. just, okay. like, put him, was like, oh, this is the same. But then when he got better, he was like, wait, what? That's, <laughs> like, Yeah, okay, not, oh, like, I didn't know that. Oh, that's yeah. great. So anything, like, any judgment inside his apartment was, like, yeah, just totally. Just, yeah, he was out. That's fantastic. It's so cool. I mean, like, awful. I just, I awful, love that story. Awful, but it's so cool. Yeah. Um. I want but it has a good ending. So I think ending. after all the demons and like the Jodona and all that sort of stuff, this is just straight, you know, old fashioned breathing in the wrong thing. Can we go back to <laughs> breathing in some chemicals? Can we go back to stalking and psychopaths? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm about it. Why are we going well, back no, to stalking just, and psychopaths? So remind me. So I had dressed up my car as a witch. So on the top of my car has a, a hat um, that I put through my sunroof, and then on the back has the legs of the witch sticking out of the trunk. And so. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, 
obviously found that this is very straightforward. As Corby said, he dressed up his car <laughs> what, like a what, witch. What are you asking? What, what questions could you possibly have? <laughs> Why? Uh, so it was just so this little corny thing of me celebrating because in my apartment I can't do any decorations because we just, no one's going to see them. And so I, I made my car that and I love it. Anyways. The other day, I came out, and someone had ripped one of the legs of the witch off the back no. of my car. And so it was, like, not just that that creeped me out. What was the creepiest part? Because going back to, like, putting sticky notes or apple juice or whatever, someone had taken the leg, the severed leg, and then put it oh. on my uh, mirror on the driver's side. So they just literally just set it on the mirror. So I was like, what psychopath? They're like, they're sending a message. Right. Like, it, yeah, like that's what creeps me out. Because it's one thing if you rip it off and throw it on the ground. I was like, but you ripped it off and then walked around to my front of car and put it in the creepiest place possible. And then yeah, it was like, oh, no. happy Halloween. You know, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, gross. So, no. Stalkers. Sending a message. That's what that is. Well, yeah. it's, it's like... Stocking laws are so... Uh, I'm going political now. Here we go. <laughs> like, stocking laws are kind of just, like, really lacking and stuff like that. And especially with those, like, tiny imitate, like... In- Intimidation in- stuff. Yeah, where yeah. people are, like, they're putting post-it notes around your house. Like, right. some people are, like, it's just post-it notes. But you're, like, oh, no, no they're post-it notes like saying, like, we warfare. need to talk to our landlord. And you're, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not going on in your house. Yeah, like, or yeah. something like that. Ugh. Spooky. <laughs> Not good. I'm praying for you out here, Corby. <laughs> yes, everyone send Corby some prayers for his Halloween stalker over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, don't touch my car. Don't yeah, touch my car. Like, get exactly. off of here. Okay, well. Whew, well, I'm suitably scared. <laughs> this was quite the episode. This was very fun. This was quite the episode. Um, any last words for our, our listeners here in the Halloween season? I actually do have a really important message. Message. Uh, important What's what the message? Please go vote November 6th. <gasps> yes, otherwise the spookiest thing of all will oh, happen. Please do. <laughs> That's real spook sesh. Yep. Yes. Yes, so everyone avoid the spookiness of not voting and go vote. Please, because that all these demons and stuff like that they're they're very scary but the real scary stuff is is what's happening, is happening. Politicians right yes. taking our right this one we actually can you know do a do a voting style exorcism to get the people out of the government <laughs> <laughs> the power of democracy compels you <laughs> I want that tattooed on me <laughs> the power all right. Well, thank you so much, Feather, for coming and hanging out with us, being spooked. Yes. And spooking. <laughs> We're all going to go just cry alone for a while <laughs> to recover. All right. Um, so thanks for tuning in. I'm your co-host, Corby. I'm your co-host, Maddie. And I'm so happy I was here. Thank you for having me. And I'm Feather. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Thank you all for hanging out with us. And happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.